So I'm gonna have to check it out for myself. That's for sure. We got Captain Gator Girl here. Good to see. Yes, I think we we all can't wait to see that guy. And you know that poor guy. He's just gonna keep getting asked about it but luckily he's not promoting anything right now so he can actually take a break from all those questions jeez hello there how you doing log sue good to see you good to see you uh yeah well yeah I, found, I saw that on my timeline and i thought that'd be a nice way to open the show because it's a great video on charlie cox just a just a, you could tell he's just a great dude everybody talks about him i mean that's why we're all happy that he's back you know why do the whole thing a new daredevil when you have a perfect one that's in charlie cox that's right amazing that's right hi mom how are you good to see you uh what's going on sco always good to see you mama film junkies here guys so say hi to her of course uh who else we got here we got carrie good to see you bud so what so what jacob you know what does it matter huh huh what's going on rosemary i'm doing pretty good actually you know boring day Kind of, you know, it's not work wasn't as frustrating as it has been. It was a new week, but the the day started off well. Uh, I'll I'll say I'll tell you how my day was in a bit. What's going on, uh, Aaron? Good to see you, bud. We got JC here. You guys are awesome. Showing up, Niner fan. That's right, man. Tough loss, man. Tough loss. Yeah, I actually was thinking the Niners had it. <laughs> I was thinking they did against the Seahawks, but what can you do? What can you do, man? What can you do? So, anyway, so, all right. Well, I definitely have my Monday wine. <sighs> what, do, what, what do people, what do winos do when they go to like, uh, when they go to wine tasting? You have to do like the little stir thing. You got to smell it. And then you what? You sip it and then you spit it back in the glass. <laughs> you spit it back in the glass. No, no. Never been to a wine tasting, but if I went. I would not spit it back in the glass. Why would you do that? Why would you want to waste it? Come on. Anyways, cheers, guys. We got through Monday. Monday is done. We got, of course, our four topics, our four main topics right here, talking about Daredevil, Spideyverse, all kinds of stuff. We're going to have a full-on just, it's going to be a, you know, a good Monday episode for sure. And then we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League, <laughs> making it in the top 10 films of 2021, according to Variety. So cheers to that. And I haven't watched the Matrix uh, new uh, trailer yet. Uh, I haven't even gotten my tickets. I should probably really do that after I get done with here. Uh, I don't think it's going to go quite as quickly as the uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home tickets, but I still got to buy my tickets, so I'm definitely going to do that right when I get done. And then we're going to talk about Miss Patty Jenkins right here because some news came out about her and what she's doing, and it's pretty interesting, so we'll be talking about all that. So anyways, guys, but yeah. Uh, day started off where I got out of bed and I guess I slept, you know, you know, when you sleep, sleep on your neck wrong, usually like when you sleep on your neck wrong, it sucks. But apparently I slept on it wrong where it like died down my spine. My spine is like, it like hurts like right in the middle of my back. So like, I, I, it's hard to like look up. I'm like, eh, eh, you know, so all day I just been kind of doing like, you know, little neck stretches and whatnot. I even hung upside down, like, on my couch to just try to help it out. But So first off, woke up like that, just kind of feeling a little twinged in the neck area. And then I boot up my, 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 my computer for work because we have 6.30 meetings. Yes, that's right. 6.30 meetings on Monday. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> it's so great. It's so fucking fantastic. I love it. And for some reason, my computer didn't want to boot up fast 
it took like 15 minutes for it to boot up. So I was a little late, but at the same time, I really don't need to be a part of these meetings. I just have to like take in some of the information and that's about it. So great start. Anyways, guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. All right. Smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure if you want to become a member, hit the join button. If it's down there, it's the join button. Yes, it is. I was like, where's the join button? It's right there. Got the Patreon right there too. If you want to help out the pirate ship, you guys are awesome for uh you know just supporting the channel doing all that stuff but uh yeah so like right now like it doesn't feel as bad but man, i'm like geez I'm like uh, uh, time to schedule a freaking massage or something man um uh, don't you just hate that though it's like i slept good last night i slept really good last night but woke up of course just with yeah just a just a pain in the neck right a pain in the neck that's what I'm talking about. So anyways, guys, are everybody good out there? We good? Oh, see? See, Niner fan, you got to watch out. You got to watch out for Mama Film Junkie. She's a Seahawks fan. She's a... <laughs> Love it. It's fun, especially when I... Yeah, my brother's a Niners fan. She's a Seahawks fan. His son is a uh, is a Seahawks fan, so... Got to go... Got to go to Churro? Charo? I never heard of that. Never heard of that, so... Uh, you hit like twice, but uh, the unlikes, uh, is that what happened? <laughs> well, thank you, Aaron. Anyways, guys, like I said, we have a lot to talk about, so let's just dive right into it. Let's go to the tweets here, huh? Let's go to the tweets. Go ahead and turn that off. All right. But yeah, appreciate you guys coming in. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what happened in the Twitter world today and slightly over the weekend. <laughs> All right, so here we go, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and scroll right down. Yeah, see, that was my tweet right there where, yeah, it's just for some reason I just could not schedule the thing. Like something messed up in uh, Streamlabs and it just got all wonky. And then I had to, yeah, had to go, you know, I had to do an extra step just to get it all going right there. Anyways, um, and then, yeah, we already got people just going like, when are these two going to meet? It's like, hey, relax. Hey, can we let's relax, guys. I get it, fans. We're excited. OK, Charlie's back. We're excited. But let's you know, she's she's only been in one episode. She's only been in one episode and she's going to be somebody that's pretty interesting. I'm kind of curious how they treat the character. I mean, I'm not like big time familiar with the character, but, you know, I know enough of the character and it's going to be interesting when they do finally re um, interact with each other. It's going to be good. She, I, I'm liking what they did with the character episode three of hawkeye was the best one of the season so far so that's good so we'll see what happens but i was like relax okay he was just announced back and she only had one episode though so but you know we're all excited for this right here mr aaron bailey good job doing uh more of a live action kind of version of the spider-man meme where they're pointing at each other like crazy yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that, of course. Um, but then look at this, man. Our boy, Mr. Batista. Man, I mean, this is this is awesome right here because, you know, seeing, like, interviews with the man and just, like, uh, just his enthusiasm for movie making and taking his career to, uh, to levels where he doesn't want to be just, like, some dumb action star, you know? He doesn't want to do that. Dave Batista doesn't want to just be that guy. So that's why he keeps on trying to get these roles with like these big directors that are going to, so he could push himself to, you know, to improve his acting and, and whatnot. And now he's going to be working with M night Shyamalan and knock at the cabin. So there you go. So Batista has worked with Denny twice. He's worked with Snyder. Um, 
I'm trying to think that he hasn't worked with Nolan yet or something like that now, but, and then now he's got Shyamalan now. So man, he's working with some of the greats right, right now. So that's good. So congratulations to Mr. Dave Batista for landing this role right here. And, uh, yeah, power to him. Guy's doing some shit, man. It's good on, good on Dave. I still want to see him as Bane though. Okay. Can we still see him as Bane? I, I still think he would be a pretty perfect Bane if they ever to do something like that. And again, look what you did with Joker. You know, why can't you just do something like, like that with Bane or Scarecrow or Mr. Freeze? I don't know. There's so many things that they could have done. I don't get it. I mean, when we when it comes to Warner Brothers, it's, they don't like to capitalize on things that work. Apparently, that's just them. Hey, you know what? That was very successful and that worked. We're going to move on now. Sorry. What the? Uh, that's just what's so frustrating. The whole black label. Todd Phillips was like, hey, you realize you could do more with this. And it's like we literally could just have like a Bane story that has Dave Batista as a star. That would be pretty damn sweet. Or, you know, I mean, I know some people wanted him to show up and take on Batfleck, which that would have been cool, too. But, you know, all that's still up in the air. But, in the, you know, but I'm just saying it's just like it's just all it, it's all right there. The Warner Brothers is like, yeah, I know we made a billion dollars, but we're not going to do anything. Well, of course, they were talking about the whole Joker 2 thing, which I still don't think is going to happen. I it just We haven't heard much more about it. And the last time Joaquin Phoenix talked about it, he even said, like, he didn't know exactly what was... I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But, hey, we'll see. I really don't want... I'd rather have a different villain, a different movie with a different villain than have Joker 2. I, I just... I think a lot of you guys agree with that, too. So, But speaking of villains... Speaking of villains, it's not like we didn't know this already, but yep, Colin Farrell will, in fact, reprise his role as, uh, hey, relax, sweetheart, you know, as Tony Soprano, a.k.a. the, the Penguin. Um, no, um, no, he's going to, I think we all kind of thought that, yes, you can't really have a Penguin spinoff if it's not going to be Colin Farrell, but yeah, so he's officially signed on. I guess I guess it wasn't official yet. They were trying to, you know, there's always the deals that are happening. But, yep, Colin Farrell to reprise Penguin role in the Batman spinoff series for HBO Max exclusive. So, yep, he's officially signed on. So that's going to be cool to see this fleshed out. But, man, man, oh, man. I bet you the reason why, you know, I bet you one of the reasons why, like when they announced that there was going to be a Penguin series, maybe that was a little too, like they, they weren't quite ready yet, but somebody like leaked it out or they, they, someone got tipped from somebody else, but man, power to Colin Farrell because he's going to have to get in that fucking makeup chair and get all the, the prosthetics and everything every day. Okay. This is not like how, I mean, he's only got a couple of scenes in the Batman, but he's going to have to be the star of a series. That's going to be, that's going to, I mean, that's going to every day <laughs> power to him, man. Long as I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he probably him and his people probably held out for a little bit more, uh, a little bit more scratch for that, man, because geez, that's going to be, that's going to be pretty grueling. It's going to be pretty grueling. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I mean, this, I mean, this little transition right here into the makeup into penguin is pretty amazing. Pretty damn amazing, so good on him. So it's official. It's officially official. Ah, that's right. Zack Snyder has plenty of projects coming to Netflix. That's right, guys. He definitely does. And fan-sided was like, look at all this. Army of the Dead universe, Army of Dead, Army of the Dead 
Las Vegas, which I can't wait to see the first trailer for that. We got Planet of the Dead. We got Twilight of the Gods. We got Rebel Moon. And then plenty more sequels. All that stuff is coming out. We're just going to... Being in the Snyder fandom, it's like, yes, I mean, we love the DC stuff. But, man, we are getting fed authentic, 100% pure Zack Snyder. That's what I keep on trying to say is like, yes, 100% pure. Remember, you know how like uh, in Breaking Bad, they talk about the purity of the meth, the blue meth. I mean, (laughs) this is a bad comparison. I don't know why I even went to that. But, uh, hey, his movies are like meth. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay? Man. Anyways, yeah, bitch. I don't know why I compared it to that, but I did, guys. I definitely did. But, uh, yeah, we're just getting fed very well. We've already got fed twice this year, too. And then just to have the main course being Justice League, huh, we had the main course and two army desserts. That's what we had, guys. You realize that? That's what we had. We had, you know, the, 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 the appetizers and everything before that was all the, the trailers and all the, the interviews and all the information that came out. All that stuff was like the appetizers. Then we had this big, huge meal, this just delicious meal that was Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then we had a dessert that was Army of the Dead and Army of Thieves. Ah, ah. I'm still pretty full, but I'm starting to get hungry again. Where's some Rebel Moon stuff? That's what we need. We need some more Rebel Moon news hopefully uh we'll get some more of that in the new year and then hey look at this you know vincent d'onofrio is just yeah he's just casually saying congratulations to uh charlie cox so happy for charlie cox he really deserves this he's a great actor and a wonderful guy he put so much into playing daredevil in such a unique way love this news hashtag no fear no greed no envy that's right oh vincent we all know that you're coming back too and it's going to be fantastic cannot wait for these two to come face to face again that's going to be uh it's going to be great so but i love that i love how interactive vincent d'onofrio gets on twitter it's pretty good stuff i love it absolutely love it so Ah, and then Kevin Feige, speaking of uh, these characters, Kevin Feige teases the potential of more Marvel Netflix characters in uh, in uh, the main MCU. Whenever a character comes back into the Marvel sandbox, it becomes another tool in storytelling ability for the MCU. All will be revealed. So, hey, bring some of these people back. I mean, I know some people weren't really liking Iron Fist. That's fine. I mean, if he doesn't come back, I don't think people will miss him. But these three, <laughs> we could at least bring these two back too, right? And then, of course, John Bernthal. Hey, the only thing I worry about is like John Bernthal's Punisher coming into the MCU. Are they going to actually utilize him the way that they should, the way that they have? You know, you watch the, the Punisher series, you watch him in Daredevil season two. It's like, we need that. You can't water that down. You can't water that down, Kevin. You can't. So, yes, don't water it down. Uh, some good art right there. I like that. Uh, Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love it when I scroll through and I just see people do some uh, some uh, some great art like that. And then, of course, we have stuff like this, which, come on, I need this. I want this. Hello. You got Battinson. um Funko Pop. I think the, I think they made this Funko Pop, though. I don't think this is actually a Funko Pop that's coming out. Hopefully it is, because it's adorable. It's adorable. What am I hearing? Is my neighbor making noise? Jeez. thought somebody was knocking on the door right there. And then we got some art right here. We got some art right here. Yeah, hopefully they bring, bring back Elektra as well, too. This is a pretty cool uh, Batman art right here. I'm telling you. 
anytime the more and more i see this batmobile the more and more i'm like god damn this is a super i mean i always thought it was a super sexy batmobile but i just there's just something about it that i just love more and more as i see it so uh good job there k dog digital for uh making that i think that yeah you know and then we got this too guys um you know i i, I kept on hearing that shang chi was a flop and it was woke and it was all ridiculous and stupid but apparently not uh destin daniel crenton inks exclusive multi-year deal with marvel studios to develop shang chi 2 and more marvel tv pro projects that means some of the side characters from shang chi like his sister or or, or whatnot is probably going to get a little uh, side, a little side uh, TV show, a little project right there, a little spinoff. So, yeah, so that's good right there because I enjoyed the shit out of Shang Chi. You know, I uh, when it comes to the three Marvel movies that have been released already, Eternals and Black Widow included, Shang Chi the best one I thought. You know, Black Widow, eh, you know, not 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 my favorite. Uh, it's fine, but you know, and then Eternals was something different, which I appreciated and. Beautiful, but just didn't land, just didn't, yeah, for me as much as I wanted it to. But Shang-Chi really scratched that itch of, hey, I want to see some good fight choreography. I want to see just that. I want to just give me some, give me some, uh, I mean, and, you know, and it's funny, too, because when I watch, when, when you go back and watch that movie, and, you know, the scaffolding scene where they're outside, it just was very much like, this is like watching, you know, and, uh, an evolved Jackie Chan movie. I mean, obviously, I'm a sucker for Jackie Chan movies. I could put it on anytime I can. And, like, that's what that kind of reminded me of. Just just the fight scenes, you know, some long takes, utilizing the, uh, utilizing where the setting, just to, like, fight. And just good stuff. So I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. But I heard it was a flop. Rosemary, you thought it was meh? How dare you? How dare you? It's okay. It's fine. All right. This video is hilarious. Anybody who played Goldeneye... On Nintendo 64, you are very well uh, aware of like the pause, the pause music when you pause the game. This this video had me rolling right here. So anybody who's played it, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. This is fucking hey, hilarious. I just wanted to see how that pause music was coming along. Now keep in mind, this is a movie tie-in video game from the Nintendo 64. Not looking for anything too crazy. What do you think about this? That's right. Right. <laughs> I don't have moves like that, but my God. Hilarious. Because, yeah, that, <laughs> they, that, the pause music was fantastic in that freaking game, man. It was hilarious. But, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of made, made me go like, yeah, that, when you put it on pause, it was like, it was like, let you know that you were playing a James Bond, you know, game. And yeah, it was fucking awesome, man. And that that was a great video. And I saw that was hilarious. Uh, we got a new image from um, Jurassic World Dominion, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, who's in a swamp. And I don't know if that's Rexy or one of the other big baddie uh, dinosaurs behind her. But uh, man, she's in the thick of it. Literally. Jeez. That. I mean, hopefully she's not wearing the... Uh, the high heels this time. She's got some good shoes, some good boots, waterproof, hopefully, or else it's going to get a little squishy in the uh, the socks. But, hey, that looks like it's uh, something intense. So Total Film released that today. So interesting. 
And then we got this, uh, we got this uh, adorable guy right here. No, I'm not talking about Henry Cavill. I'm talking about Cal. Okay. Okay, yes, Henry Cavill, he's, uh, yeah, we get it, he's gorgeous, he's gorgeous, I get it, he's a good-looking dude, but that dog, that dog right there, that dog, that's a gorgeous dog. I love the fact that Cavill, you know, when he has these interviews, he just has Cal with him, you know, and Cal just, he's perfectly, you know, fine. Like he doesn't, he's not going around and getting involved in it. He just lays there, you know, he knows what to do. And he poses, he poses for pictures. He freaking poses for pictures, man. We'll talk about a good dog, a good dog. We'll talk about that, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, here's the Matrix IMAX poster, which is gorgeous. Okay, we got two pillars right there. That's, that means something. That definitely means something, so just saying. Ah. But uh, and then we had uh, the cover, of course, Dwayne Johnson showing the cover of Total Film that shows some more Black Adamness, which I'm 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 telling you, man, I'm loving the costume. The costume is awesome. I love the texture of it. I love how it just looks rugged. It looks like yeah, it's been through some shit. I just I just really dig this costume. Really, I, I can't wait to see it just like full. I mean, we saw a little bit with the sneak peek, but he was wearing the of course the uh, you know the, the hood and the and uh, the cloak, I guess you could say. So. Yeah, it's just a really, it's, I'm, I like the, the ancient writing on the texture, just like how Superman has, you know, Kryptonian texture writing on it, you know, it's really good stuff, really good stuff, they did, I think they did a pretty damn fantastic job at it, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, um, we'll talk about that, <laughs> we'll talk about that, and yes, guys, my hair hasn't changed much since, uh, you know, in 30 years, um, this showed up on my Facebook feed, so I thought, okay, here's an old picture of me when my mom spiked my hair for the very first time. I think this was the very first time. Mom, if you're out there, you can actually uh, uh, confirm this. But I think this was the very first time that I spiked my hair when I was back. This was like this was like third grade or second grade. I'm not even sure. But, uh, yeah, some things never change. I guess the spiky look just kept, kept on uh, with me, so... Anyways, so yeah, there's me uh, about yeah thirty something years ago or something like that. <laughs> some things never change except for you know my face got uglier. Yeah, my nose got bigger, my chin got more defined. I would say, but uh, other than that, my vision got worse and everything. So there you go. There's that little comparison right there. Yeah, there's a little Dave right there. Little Dave, little Dave, little. And you know, you know how I always like you know I'll especially during the summertime where I, I'm usually shirtless when I record like maybe like a reaction or something like that. So I got the shoulders out. See, some things never change, you know, shoulders out right there. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. So, <laughs> yeah. And then here we go right here, guys. So here's uh somebody recorded off the TV, but, uh, you know, this is the interview that he had on Lorraine, and he's talking about Superman. So here's some Cavill talking about Superman. And there's Cal being a good boy. You're a good boy. He's such a good boy. Oh, I can't hear it that bad. Yeah, so he's talking about Cal. Superman. He still has a costume, of course. I don't know if you guys hear that. It's really low, I know. Wow. 
I know it's been it, it's been five years, right? No, like five or six years. Jeez. Yeah, it's like not really not really sounding good, is it? Okay, hold on. Maybe this video is better. Jeez, I thought I picked a good video, but apparently I didn't. I, it's just not sounding good. Anyways, he's talking about it, so he's still got. I mean, it's nothing new, guys. It's nothing new. So. Sorry that the volume was very low. I thought it was, I thought when I, I think when I heard it on my phone, I thought it was fine. But anyways, yeah, you can't hear anything at all. So audio's lower than Colbert's mic. <laughs> Zing. Uh, good one, Steve. Uh, good one, Jose. Um, no, I mean, he's just talking about, he's just waiting for the phone call. Cavill, again, waiting for the phone call. He, the, the man wants to play Superman again, and Warner Brothers is just going, again, hey, you know how everybody likes that? Eh, we're not going to do it. We're just going to go over here. We're going to do something different, you know? You know, I know, we know that everybody wants that, and Henry Cavill, his uh, value is going up. Yeah, you know, his star cred is going up. It's going through the roof. You know, he's got his own show. He's in Mission Impossible. Everybody wants him as James Bond, but we're not going to just, you know, we're not going to call him yet. Because why? Because that's what everybody wants. Jesus Christ, man. Can Discovery just like, can there's, is there any way that those guys could just come in like a little sooner to kind of just go, hey, we need to make more Superman with this guy, please? Ugh, it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. It really is. Anytime like uh, he gets interviewed, and we're going to hear more about this because he's promoting season two of The Witcher. So obviously every interview he's going to be in, he's going to talk about Superman, Superman, Superman. But Warner Brothers is just like, what the fuck? What are they doing? What are they doing? It's just, uh, it's just freaking frustrating. How do you not? The guy, that is Superman right there. You look at him and you just go, yes. How do you not? How do you not get more of this guy? Especially after the reception of Justice League and him coming back and fuck. Yeah. Freaking Warner Brothers, man. I just I just don't get it. Just don't get it. You know, that and the whole black label thing that I was talking about earlier. I just yeah. It's okay. Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there. I made this joke. Some people actually took it seriously. I was rooting for, you know, when this was announced last night, you know, I was rooting for what, you know, that'd be crazy if Ben Affleck's Daredevil showed up in, into the Spideyverse. That would have to be insane. Look at that sexy suit. That's right. Look at that thing. I love uh, Garfield's suit. It's fucking fantastic. The Spidey 2 suit. I like the, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit more than I like the uh, first Amazing Spider-Man one. So, and of course we have that tease. Oh, yeah, we got, uh, we're going to get some animated uh, spinoffs for the boys that uh, Carl Urban talked about at CCXP. Uh, we've got a little surprise for you, which is going to drop early next year. Early next well, year. So it's going to be a little spinoffs. Special announcement this weekend, yeah, talking about spinoffs and whatnot. Um, when it comes to the boys, little, um, you know, expanding the universe of the boys. So that's pretty cool. I'm liking that. I'm really liking that. And hopefully you guys checked out... Uh, Yesterday I was on the um, yesterday I was on Point Dexter Lounge with Enosh. He's starting to do like these one-on-one -on -one interviews with people, and uh, he asked me to be the first one, and I was honored. I felt honored that I uh, that I was his first uh, one that he's doing when he comes to venturing out and doing this whole thing and talking to people like like he is like he's gonna start doing. So hopefully you guys check that out. It was a great discussion. I love talking to Enosh. Um, just really just really just a really good discussion. You know. Really liked it. Really liked it. Really enjoyed that. So go check that out on the Point Dexter Lounge. 
do it. And then, of course, make sure you check out the latest episode of Batman the Fanimated Stream, which was all, always fantastic. You know, uh, I love talking to Scott as well. And then we have, look at this, look at this, animated of the hi animated history lesson right here that somebody drew up. Look at that. That looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, I mean, I know. Man, I'm not saying that that's how I want it, but, geez, it's kind of cool, kind of cool. Putting in the work, man. Zack Snyder, morning workout done, or down, morning workout down in the quarry. So, obviously, you took this gorgeous picture right here, and, you know, it's just, you got, like, a little bit of a fog. I mean, obviously, a lot of us were just looking at, wow, that looks like Wayne's Lake House, slightly, obviously, or, yeah, you know. And, uh, you know, it's this very, I mean, pretty much it's Zach Wayne right here. But on a Sunday, he posted this, you know, morning workout, you know. That's what I love about Zach. He puts in the work, you know. That's, you look at Dwayne Johnson also, and, like, these guys find time to still work out with their busy schedules, man. I tell you, I tell you what, I love that. Oh, I know. I, I'm, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful. Don't want to piss me off. I don't want to light the match again. And I'm sorry, but this wins. This wins Christmas. Whoever posted this fantastic <laughs> this wins Christmas, the best Christmas tree this year. I don't know if anybody could top this, but this is fucking, <laughs> this is great. Oh man. I need to watch this movie again. Uh, but <laughs> I laughed my ass off when I saw this, uh, laughed my ass off, but yeah, there's uh yeah, make sure you check out that interview with, uh, with Enosh. Great stuff. Great stuff. Here's some, uh, concept art, fan art, rebel moon, which were, of course, we want some, we want some, we want some more casting news. That'd be pretty damn sweet, but you know, we'll make it guys. Mom and dad are trying to be hip again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awkward looking, I don't know, whatever. Hey, they're the ones that are running the whole show. So let them do little, you know, <laughs> poses, I guess. This is badass. I love this gift. Good job, uh, Mr. Are you edited art by Mark, uh, Mark chilled cot art, uh, edited by uh, fear Jason right there. Really good stuff. So Jason, good job. I always love you. Uh, I'll always love it when uh, you post some good gifts and some good art, man. You do good. You do good. And I really, really like that. That's something I would like to have as like a background. I don't know if like, yeah, it just looks really cool. And then we got a new Morbius poster right here, which looks awesome. They really did a good job on his face. I mean, it looks pretty damn good, you know, to make Jared Leto ugly and ferocious looking. I mean, not an easy job, not an easy job. So and then we have this. Then we have this. We have this right here that somebody made, which is the war machine. I mean, it's just freaking, look at this right here. This is what I love. This is what I love, and I love to celebrate when people post stuff like this, okay? I just love this. You know, we don't have to always, you know, get into, like, debates and start screaming at each other about everything, and you have to promote for the future. It's like, no, can we promote stuff like people that work hard on things like this? The war machine, man. So freaking cool. So freaking cool, man. Ugh. God damn it. I want to see it in action, too. I want to see it in action. I just love that Zach was like, you know what? Fuck it. Can we put the can we put it in there? Can we put the tank in there? And you know, I felt sorry for the VFX guys, DJ and whatnot. They're probably like, shit. Really? <laughs> I think that, that was probably DJ's response. Like, holy shit, you want to create the <laughs> you want to create the tank? 
Oh, man. Now, just for one shot, you know, that's what's so great about that. It was just for one shot of the movie, and it's good stuff. But, yeah, um, that was pretty uh, pretty good right there. I really uh, thought that was great. Got Boss Logic making some uh, into our, our Across the Spideyverse, Spider-verse posters and whatnot. And, yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. This is good stuff. Uh, it's pretty much, man, there's more Batmobile things, yeah, you know, not much. Michael Keaton's going to be filming some more Morbius stuff next week, which means that's post-credit stuff, obviously. There's uh, Gal Gadot. Um, it's a weird edit, but she's sexy as hell, so who cares? Who cares? And then, you know, here's a fun little... So, uh, Graham Norton had both Henry Cavill and Tom Holland on, and this is actually pretty funny right here. You know, I... It, regardless how you feel about Tom Holland, I think he's actually kind of a funny dude. He's goofy as hell. And sometimes, yeah, it could be a little cringy when it comes to the leaking stuff. But, you know, this is actually pretty funny right here. Hollywood Spotlight Awards or something. I was with my lovely mum and I was very excited. I went to the toilet. I was 11, so I was probably about the same height. And I remember looking, I was taking a urinal like this. I remember looking up and seeing Superman next to me. And then I looked down. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, not like I wouldn't look down. I mean, anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's eh, pretty fun stuff right there. I like it. And that's the bridge. Yeah. That's the bridge. There's the bridge. And that's the bridge. The bridge. Yeah, that's the bridge. I love how what Steven put this right here. Spider-Man No Way Home marketing is like, yeah, that's the bridge. Yeah, that's the bridge. <laughs> and, uh, you know, here's a, uh, just another awesome uh, Rebecca Ferguson gift that just will make your, uh, your knees buckle slightly. Jesus. But she does that whole lip thing. My God. I stared at that way too long. Way too long. Happy birthday, of course, to Brandon Frazier. We love this guy. Look at him. God, we love the fact that he's just getting all this praise lately. And if you notice, guys, the cake does have fire all over it. So, yeah, definitely Firefly. I like it. I definitely do like it. It's good stuff. All right. I think that's pretty much it when it comes to stuff. Hey, we, we all want to see this, too, by the way. Last thing, of course, when it comes to the tweets. Uh, again, Warner Brothers, this is what we want to see eventually, you know, establish him, cool, but can we get this? Can we get this? Huh? Can we get it? Maybe? A little bit? No? Something? And? With a plan? Do you have a plan for this? Probably not, but, you know, we would love to see this, but who knows if we're going to get it. I don't know. God damn it. All right. All right, let's talk about the, uh, all this... Stuff that we got. So Charlie Cox officially coming back. Let me go ahead and find the uh, the video, which um, <laughs> it's interesting because the video it really um, let's just say uh, Miss uh, Amy Pascal's hair changed quite drastically from the premiere of Spider Man to uh, this interview right here, and a lot of people are kind of making the uh, jokes about it, which you know it's hard not to. I mean, I get it. Hey, you know, whatever. Power to her. Let her rock the hair. But uh, obviously, the, <laughs> I mean, it is it is quite something. It is quite something. What are you know? Obviously, I mean, just just she might as well just play the live action female version of Doc Ock. 
if you want to just do it right there. But I mean, whoa, that is quite a do right there. So anyways, Amy Pascal, there you go. So this is where they announced it. Or when, uh, I know, is I, I'm wondering that too, Eric. I don't know if that is a wig. I would guess that it is because her hair at the premiere and stuff was just normally just the way it is. But hey, whatever. Here we go. Uh, if you were to see Daredevil in upcoming things, uh, Charlie Cox, yes, would, would be the actor playing, uh, playing, playing Daredevil. Where we see that, how we see that, when we see that... <laughs> Uh, remains to be seen. There you go. Uh, if you were to and uh, Amy Pascal doing her best uh, Woody Harrelson Cletus impression at the end of Venom 1. Anyways, they just died the wig. Um, no, so there's that. There's that. So basically, you know, what's kind of funny about all this is the fact that I think, uh, I mean, basically now they were waiting for the time to announce all this, obviously, because we know that it's eventually, we know that we're, when it comes to Hawkeye, we're going to end up seeing Kingpin soon. I mean, I don't know if we're going to see, I don't think we're going to see any kind of daredevilness, but we might get a hint of that. But I think like Kevin knew exact. See, that's what's so funny about this whole thing. It's like there's a lot of things that were just like the worst kept secrets of anything. When it comes to Spider-Man No Way Home, it's like the worst kept secret that there's not going to be like certain people that aren't going to be involved. But I think Kevin really is like, oh yeah, we, they probably scheduled, there's probably like a timeline of when they're going to mention stuff like this. So obviously we know with future episodes that are coming out. And then of course in two weeks or so, I think it's two weeks. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out. So naturally it's like, oh yeah, we might as well just get it out there now. But I just feel sorry for Andrew, man. <laughs> Cause he's like, he's probably just like, he can't just mention me. You can't mention me. Ugh. You can't mention me, but so we got that. That's absolutely fantastic. We love the fact that uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Charlie Cox is coming back because, I mean, when it comes to his daredevil, I mean, just the way that he that they approached it. So gritty. So uh, and you could tell that guy just, you know, put his heart and soul into it, especially when you start watching that that last episode. Man, I tell you, just insane. But uh, that wasn't the only thing that we got. Over the week when he also got a nice little Across the Spideyverse trailer right here. First look, I guess you could say part one. Part one. Now I'm going to mute it. I'm going to mute it because I have a feeling because I have that song again that's coming out. And I just don't want to get like dinged. But, you know, obviously we see Miles. And, uh, you know, we get like a, just a little bit of hint. And then we get, of course, Gwen showing up. Man, talk about Haley Steinfeld. She's just kind of killing it right now, right? She's just all over the place. Uh, she's in very high demand, which I get it. I get it. I get it. So we got this yesterday, which is cool. It just kind of just gave us a little bit of a tease. But the fact that it says part one. And then and then I know I know there's some, uh, some um, you know, reaction videos out there that had no idea who the other person was during this whole shot right here. But, you know, we, yeah, I think... A lot of us knew that it was 2099 Spider-Man. We knew it was Miguel. We knew that it was him. I just kind of wonder, are they going to bring... Didn't didn't Oscar Isaac voice him, right? I wonder if they'll bring him back to do it. But, uh, yeah, we, we got this tease as a post credit scene. And, uh, well, it was a tease, but it was, like, going on the whole meme where they point at each other. But, uh, yeah, um, 
so we, you know, we all kind of knew that um, Spidey 202099 was going to be part of uh, the next one. But uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of it's going to be kind of interesting to see. I mean, this seems like it's all just kind of like, hey, you know, this is where we're kind of going with here. It's kind of like in the early stages. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he gets introduced coming through into, you know, the multiverse and whatnot. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to definitely be interesting the way that they bring in Miguel and uh, all that stuff. So I just wonder who's going to voice him. I wonder who's going to voice him. So, yeah. So we got that yesterday, which was pretty damn cool. But, uh, yeah, there was that. So, yeah, over the weekend, we basically, especially yesterday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, was Sunday that was just, like, big. Charlie Cox uh, across the spider Spider-Verse, which is, great and then of course the entire soundtrack of spider-man no way home just leaked out <laughs> the whole movie's gonna end up leaking out at this point right guys i mean it's gonna just get, get get to a point where somebody's just gonna drop a link in reddit and it's gonna blow up all over the place and people are gonna see uh spider-man no way home just 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 you know, in the next week or so, it just, I don't know if this is part of the marketing, what's happening over there. Why can't they just prevent these leaks from happening or do they want the leaks to happen? I don't know. But yes, the soundtrack for Spider-Man No Way Home got leaked out. I didn't listen to it. Well, I listened to it a little bit. <laughs> I listened to it a little bit because literally, yes, you do hear Toby and Andrew's theme. I mean, yes, worst kept secret in Hollywood. It's not even a spoiler anymore. We know and we figured that was going to be the case. But yes, um... Is Oscar Isaac going to do the voice? I hope so. Bring him back. Why not? Um, I think that'd be cool because we all love Oscar Isaac. Come on. Oscar Isaac's great. He's got a great voice. So bring him back for Miguel. Let's do it. Anyway, so, yes. So we had that. We had that too. Yeah. And, you know, I heard I heard Andrew's theme because a lot of people were, you know, passing that around. And it was just kind of like... Yeah, this gonna this movie's gonna be interesting because I I can already tell there's gonna be things that are gonna bug the shit out of me out of this movie because I've never really dug what they did with uh, Peter's side characters MJ Flash Thompson I like Ned I like Ned don't get me wrong about Ned I like Ned but mainly MJ and Flash Thompson I'm just not a fan of what they did with those characters definitely not um, it just gets a little cringy and I'm worried about that in the dialogue and stuff like that. But when it comes to certain elements, I mean, this movie is going to be, this movie is going to be crazy. And, you know, and I, and I, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I mean, I'm glad that they're leaning into their spider verse. I mean, the infinity saga is done. So lean into your most popular character. I mean, of course they have to share it, which, which is kind of interesting because the fact that they have to share it with Sony I mean, obviously, I mean, if you look at Amy Pascal, she's just loving it. She's like, <laughs> look at my hair. Anyways, um, sorry. Uh, no, but I mean, obviously, they're loving it. I mean, I, I kind of wonder, does Kevin Feige actually like the fact that he has to share it with Sony? Probably not. But hey, what can you do? But I'm just saying, yeah, lean as hard as you can into it. Just lean into it. Why not? And it's just going to be kind of curious to see what the future of all that when it you know, after it comes out, are, is there going to be more demand for the other guys to show back up again? Um, you know, what are they, what exactly are they going to do with that? I mean, I don't know if Toby would want to do it again, but maybe Andrew would want to do it again. It seems like he was just totally, he loved playing that character. It was always, it was a dream of his. He wanted to do more and he just, it just kind of makes you wonder if there would be more of any of the other ones, you know? That's what I kind of wonder. 
I mean, a lot of us kind of went like, man, if Andrew's Spider-Man would take on Tom Hardy's Venom, uh, we can actually, we could see that a little, we could see that more than Tom. Let's just say Tom needs to, you know, be a little more confident in himself, okay? Andrew was pretty confident in himself. We could see that. Tom, not so much, but what can he do? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hmm. Amy Pascal seems like a weird, yeah. Well, when you're running a studio or you're like one of the head people of a studio, I think everybody, they're all a little crazy. They're all a little crazy. They definitely all are a little crazy. So what can you do? Uh, Dave, I hate what they did with Aunt May. Uh, I mean, I like, uh, what's her name? Um, Marissa Tomei. Obviously, she's gorgeous and whatnot. But I, you know what? It's funny because, see, Far From Home frustrates the shit out of me because I just don't like where they took the characters like I was already had like an I was having somewhat an issue, but Homecoming, I liked Marissa Tomei and Aunt May in there, but I didn't like her in Far From Home. You know, they got this whole her and happy love story, and I don't know, I just ugh, I just didn't really like what they did with her. I liked I liked how she was in Homecoming, but Far From Home, man. The only thing I liked about Far From Home was when Mysterio was really fucking with Spider-Man and all the crazy trippy shit that they were doing. There's some good action sequences and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. That's what I liked about it. A fairly strong final act, but man, Far From Home just kind of frustrates me a lot. When I watched it again, too, uh, when I was at my dad's, I was like, damn, there's just things that I just do not like about that movie. But there's things that are great about that movie, you know? Being a, a Spider-Man fan, it's like, yeah, the Mysterio stuff was cool. I'll, I'll give it that. But that's why I kind of, like, I'm worried a little bit about uh, No Way Home. I already know there's going to be things that I just aren't, I'm not going to be, I'm just not going to like. I'm just not going to like. But, hey, that guy, he's going to be in there probably for a little bit. Not not as Daredevil, but they might do. Who knows if there's going to be a post-credit or something like that. But I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, what was uh, coming out when it comes to the Spider-Verse and, and Marvel and what they're all doing. But uh, the biggest thing was, was Charlie Cox, man. Charlie Cox. That's why I loved That's why I loved seeing that um, <laughs> that video that came across. Let's watch it again because it's just so great. I love, I love when he takes a sip of his tea or whatever and just, and that smile on his face. It's just so great. <laughs> it just goes, and then he has that nice smile on his face. You know, he was really, eh, you feel that, you feel that, you feel that. Let's go over to the DC Extended Universe, which, of course, again, Warner Brothers doesn't seem to want to do more of this stuff, huh? Huh? Sadly, Jesus Christ, why not? Who knows? I don't know, but, you know. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. That's what I got to say about that. But uh, anyways, so Variety posted this article right here. And this is what's so great about it. It's so freaking fantastic. So, oh, forgot to change transitions, but it's okay. Uh, the best the best films of 2021. So they put out their best films list, which I always find it weird when YouTube channels or, you know, movie sites post the best films of 2021 when we still have... 2021 left we have 
a lot of movies still coming out 2021. Uh, after, you know, when, after our Batman stream, uh, Scott and I were kind of talking about like, the, I mean, Scott posted like a list of the movies that he wants to see. And I'm like, yeah, I pretty much want to see all those too. So man, pretty crazy. So anyway, so apparently number one is Spencer, which I haven't seen, but I've heard good things. And again, Kristen Stewart, I mean, remember how much flack she got after the whole Twilight thing and everything? And now all of a sudden she's like, she might win an Academy Award for portraying Princess Diana. Crazy. House of Gucci, which, uh, you know, I did see and I very much enjoyed. And that's going to get a lot of uh, praise during award season, 100%. The Beatles Get Back, still have not watched it yet. But I do plan, I'm hoping to actually watch it this weekend because I'm curious to see it. Drive My Car, did not see this. Um, this looks like more of a, a foreign-type film. But uh, if that's good, I'm going to have to maybe check it out. Drive My Car. I haven't even heard of it. So, And then we got Cruella, which I did not watch either. You know, I didn't catch it, even though I love Emma Stone. Uh, I just didn't catch it. Zola, I heard about this movie. Did not catch it either. Uh, very much an indie film. So, And then we got King Richard. Still have to watch this, too. But I've heard great things about it. I hear, yeah, basically Will Smith is going after that Academy Award as well, which, of course, I love Will Smith, so I still got to catch this. And then there it is. There it is. Number eight, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Remember, remember when Variety and other places saying, like, Warner Brothers has no plans to release the Snyder Cut? <laughs> And now it's number eight. <laughs> oh. ah. Tastes great, doesn't it? Man. Man, it tastes great. Karen, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, I do. I should check it out. I saw the trailer for it. Looks intense. But yeah, here we go right here. 22 years into the 21st century. If you're a movie fan, chances are you spend more time then you bargain for watching lavishly scaled comic book franchise action films. Those CGI spectacles are good, bad, or indifferent, and seldom very much more. But Zack Snyder restoring his four-hour cut of the DC origin story that got, uh, was that, balderized, balderized, or weedonized by Warner Brothers creates a superhero movie with a difference. It's a piece of ominous, glittering, Wagnerian comic book pop. It's superhero backstories unfolding with an imaginative fury. It's battles spilling forth with a dark grandeur worthy of Tolkien, not the Lord of the Rings films, but the dream battles Tolkien wrote on the page, all rendered with incendiary conviction and sweeps you up and won't let go. Very well said. Very well said right there author of this of this article right here you gotta love it you gotta love seeing that because you know why guys because yeah number nine coda which uh didn't see not even sure exactly what it is um but probably something good and then parallel mothers which i did hear about because it's got uh what's her name penelope cruz i remember hearing about that but that's it okay the only superhero comic book movie that made Variety's top 10 was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Huh? All the haters can suck it. Suck it. That's right, guys. The only comic book movie, you know. 
I mean, obviously, we still got one more comic book movie that's going to come out. But we had Black Widow, we had Shang-Chi, we had Eternals, you know, three other Marvel movies. Uh, we didn't really have anything else, but yeah. But look at that, guys. The fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League made the top ten, okay? And I love the fact that there's an there's an ad for Depends right next to... <laughs> what the... <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Jesus, get out of here. There's a... What, what are you trying to tell me, Google Ads? Jeez, I don't need Depends yet. What the hell was that? My God. Not that old. Anyways. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> I just saw that article. I just saw that ad right there. Like, yeah, perfect placement for right there. Jeez, Christ. But anyways, back to the topic at hand. Yes, the fact that that all these trades were saying that this thing wasn't going to come out. It was a pipe dream. It was all that stuff, everything. And now it's considered Variety's number eight best film of 2021. It's freaking awesome. And I love the fact that they kind of throw Warner Brothers under the bus because you know that Warner Brothers, well, I think they mainly reach out to to, uh, Hollywood Reporter. They definitely reach out to the rap, you know, good old scoopy pants. Um, hey, we got to put this article right here to kind of kill this thing. But the fact that they said that it was Whedonized by Warner Brothers, you know, the fact that they kind of just call it out. You just got to love it. You just got to freaking, freaking love it, man. You just love it. Just absolutely love it. So there you go, guys. Let me make sure this is the right transition motion. There we go. All right. So good job, guys. Good job. This is what is so great about all this. Okay. Yeah, all the bickering back and forth that we could do when it comes to certain things that happened last week, which I don't want to talk about anymore. I'm like done with it. Absolutely 100% finished with it. You know, this is the kind of stuff that we should be celebrating, raising our glasses, cheering all of us. Because again, I, for one, can say that everybody in this community, even the people that fucking hate me, that will say that I have done nothing and say I do it for all clout. I can even say that those people had a hand in getting this damn movie out. Okay? Okay? Maybe we don't agree on certain methods. Fine. But they still had a hand in it. Okay? So cheers to those guys. Okay? But just relax. Maybe. A little bit. Bring it down a main. All right? Bring it down just a little bit. But we all did this. Okay, everybody, whether you tweeted out, released the Snyder Cut 17 times or you tweeted it out 17,000 times, okay, you had a hand in it. You guys had a hand in it. We all had a hand in it. Me posting videos, you guys supporting the videos, tweeting out the videos, asking questions and being a part of this. You guys were a big part of it. We all were a big part of it. And when I look at that, trilogy right there that is displayed that which i'll always have always have displayed that is an accomplishment that is an achievement and congratulations to all of you to everybody but specifically for zach snyder debbie snyder and everybody and the the most per raise your glass for autumn for autumn snyder okay so there you go guys cheers cheers to that just you got to celebrate these little victories you just got to celebrate them we got to celebrate these little victories. And this is a fucking victory right here, man. 100% of victory right there for everyone, everybody involved. Little victories. Put, put away all the bullshit. Put away all the bullshit and the pounding of the keyboards and yelling at each other and trying to call. No, put it all away and celebrate the fact that variety of all people 
of all people, of all sites, put Zack Snyder's Justice League in the top 10 best films of 2021. Freaking awesome, man. Yes, fucking awesome. Not just freaking awesome, but fucking awesome. Gotta love it, man. Fucking high five, Zach. I would. Zach, if you're out there, if you're watching, which he probably isn't, but you know, high five. Anyways, okay. All right. Now we're gonna uh, we're gonna jack into the Matrix, and uh, like I said, I haven't seen the uh, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I resisted. You guys don't know how hard that was. Luckily, you know, I focused on daytime work a lot today, so uh, that helped. So here we go, guys. Um, let's go ahead and do this. Go ahead and react to this trailer right here. I'm excited. I'm a little excited, and then we'll break it down a little bit. We'll break it down. Okay. We can't see it. But we're all trapped inside these strange repeating See, Billions of people okay, so just splicing. living out their lives. Oblivious. See, so he is Smith. He is Smith. But this is the moment for you to See? show us what is real. The projection. That was creepy. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. Jeez, this movie's gonna be a trip. It's so deja vu, and yet it's obviously all wrong. Oh, that's that looks like a ladybug. Maybe this isn't the story we think it is. They taught you good, made you believe. Look at that. Their world was all you deserved. But some part of you knew that was a lie. Some part of you remembered what was real. See? The it's projection. So easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Whoa. Something else makes the same kind of noise. There she is, Niobe. Look at that. Okay. Niobe's right there. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. See, it is him, Jace. The most important choice in Neo's life is not his to make. She believed in me. It's my turn to believe in her. Damn right. But I just Our wonder. Feels mm. like I've been waiting my whole life for you. Damn. You Look at that. Oh. I saw this in a dream. Jeez. My dream ended here. Uh oh. Come on, come on, Arukit! I still know Kung Fu. Fuck yeah! Jesus Christ. This got goosebumps, man. Goosebumps! Frickin' Dude. goosebumps. Jesus Christ, man. Ugh. <sighs> that was good. That was good. I like it. Uh, 
Yeah, I like it. Jesus Christ. Looks great. Looks absolutely fantastic. I just kind of wonder, though, is are, are they going to pass the buck, you know? <laughs> because anytime they try to continue some of these movies that have the one, you know, Neo is not going to be the one. It's actually going to be Trinity. <laughs> like, you know, it's not going to be, you know, I'm sorry. It's not Anakin. It's Rey. Oh, are they going to do that? I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, let's kind of go through this thing right here. So look, we are going to get, we are going to get a re, there's going to be a lot of scenes that are going to be reenacted, I guess you could say. That's what, I, that's what it seems like. Like we're going to get just like updated scenes of, of the, of the first Matrix movie. I mean, it's probably all, all of them, but that just seems like what they're kind of going for here because it's supposed to be like a Matrix within, you know, within the Matrix. I mean, ask Elon Musk. He thinks we're in a simulation inside of a simulation kind of thing. So it's going to be interesting to see all that. See how they, and then of course there's little splicings of, uh, that's from Reloaded right there. Billions of people just living out their lives. See, I mean, see? I mean, we all assume that he was like the Smith character, and Livius. So there it is, right there. But this is the moment for you. See, and then of course, see. I mean, the movie exists right here. You, you can't tell me that Lawrence Fishburne's not in this movie. And if you notice that the screen is like torn right here, so that's interesting. So this is after we see uh, him and uh, her, which I forgot her name, um, uh, when they were on top of the. Uh, and they're kind of just passed through like the like a, a portal or whatever. And of course, it looks like the mirrors are kind of like portals and whatnot. So and this is very much, of course, like the first meeting between Neo and Morpheus right here with those red leather couches to show us what is real. And then they do that. I like I like the splicing of all this right here. That's creepy, man. That's creepy. The hands. Look at that. That is fucking creepy right there. That's really creepy. See, there you go. See, and then of course, uh, this is what is it, the construct or whatever? Man, it's good. Then we got this like little robot right here that looks like a freaking ladybug. Maybe this isn't the story we think it is. Maybe. They taught you good. Look at that. Look at that shot right there. What is happening right there? Is he being brought out of the matrix or are they putting him back into the matrix you know that's what i'm kind of wondering like remember when when we see when we see neo after he died in revolutions and they they'd like kind of take him off on like a little platform is is this where they reinsert him back into the matrix or is this when he gets unplugged again i don't know that's what i'm kind of wondering like obviously they they probably did something where they reinserted him back into the matrix i don't know that's what I, I think it might be him being put back in. We're going to see that. That's going to be interesting. Believe their world was all you deserved. Yeah, yeah, Some like a resurrection. Yeah, exactly. Some That's very Jesus-like, too. Like, instead of walking on water, he's just going to walk on air right there. So. Some part of you remembered what was real. See, and they're looking at the old movie, right? They look at the first movie right there. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. That's cool. Something else makes the same kind of noise. See, okay, so he's got the shaved head right here, no beard, but obviously it's been a little bit because he's not completely clean-shaven and clean 
head shaved. Niobe is the fucking new Oracle. I guarantee you. Like last night when they showed the little teaser, I was all, what was that, the Oracle? I did not even realize this was Jada Pinkett Smith right here. I did not realize it at first. I was like, oh, is that the new Oracle? And I didn't realize, that's Niobe. I think she is the new Oracle. That's my opinion on it. I think she is the new Oracle. War. She's going to be so badass. Jessica Henwick. Oh. Look at that shot right there. So there's going to be a little bit of uh, reality, uh, real world war going on right here. So that's going to be cool. What happens to Nia? Okay, see, again, so this sequence happens. Obviously, Neo is still in his PJ pants. So this happens. So rooftop goes through the door meets Morpheus, gets some more things revealed, and then they end up on a train, I guess. What happens to Nia? And you can't tell me that Hugo Weaving doesn't show up either. I think he's going to show up too. The most important choice in Neo's life is not his to make. She believed in me. It's my turn to believe in her. See? I, I just have I have the I have a feeling. Well, Jessica Henwick's uh, character, I think, is there's something that's going on right here. I actually think they're gonna do that whole thing where it's like Trinity was actually the one or something like that. I just have a feeling, which I I mean, it, how it plays out, that's how because I just think that's like kind of like a cop out because we've seen that happen before. You know, like I said, the uh, the comparison to the fact that Anakin. And then you had Luke and then you have Ray and it was like, it just kept passing the buck to like, oh no, this is not the one. You're the one. And then no, no, you're the one. You know, I'm just kind of thinking that maybe Trinity ended up being the one, but we'll see. We'll see. Look at that. Look at this shot right. Oh man. Bam. He's got some kind of, I mean, some kind of power, like right there. Look at that. Maybe he's passing the one power to her. I don't know. He's figured out a way to pass the power. Ah. It's gonna be interesting. I saw this in a dream. Look at that. That's creepy. Let's see, then she waking. Dun, dun, dun. This right here, I love this. He kicks him and then walk, he runs across the wall and then kicks him again. Boom. Boom. And then a new kick. We still know Kung Fu. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Jace. Love it. I'm more excited about that than Spider-Man. I'm just saying. I mean, as much as I am excited for Spider-Man, I'm more excited for this fucking movie. I'm just saying. Oh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I mean, I remember when I heard details, like early details, and I heard how meta it was going to be, and it was supposed to be like the movie of the Matrix actually exists in this world, and technically, you know, 
the Keanu Reeves Neo character might be at, like he's like an actor type and blah blah blah. And it sounds to me like they reinserted him, they resurrected Neo after he fought to get rid of Smith, but a part of Smith is still around, still tinkering around somewhere. Who knows how they explain that? Because obviously his agent is like a Smith type character. And then they kind of just like I don't know, because I remember in Matrix Reloaded, the architect is almost like it just because there's been like six versions of the Matrix, he says, there's always like that balance, like the positive and the negative, like you always need that for, for uh, in order for the Matrix to like exist. They're just going to be playing more off of that. And that's what I'm kind of curious to see how that story is is told. That's that's what intrigues me. That's what intrigues me about it. So, yeah, I'm so fucking excited for it. So excited. Oh, man, really excited. Just I'm like a little, you know, just (laughs) (sighs) because I just love these movies. I love these movies. And uh, I need to do I even though I've watched them recently, I need to watch them again. I need to watch all the Spider-Man movies again and then uh, the Matrix trilogy again. So, man, I I just can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I'm a happy little boy, happy little nerd boy that the Matrix is back. And it's intriguing me. Just so intriguing me. Whoa. All right. Now, Patty Jenkins. Yes, I chose uh, the cutout little uh, image of her. Very looking very, very beautiful because she is very beautiful. Patty Jenkins, very beautiful. Um, very voluptuous in that uh, that image right there. I was like, yeah, hey, it's a good dress. What can I say? But um, Patty Jenkins. So let me pull it up right here. Um Let me see profile. OK, so I forgot to pull up the article, but I'll find it. I'll find it right here. But yeah, Patty Jenkins, apparently not directing, not directing um, Cleopatra anymore. That's starring Gal Gadot. So here it is right here. It says from Deadline, Gal Gadot's uh, Gal Gadot, her uh, Cleopatra pick at Paramount since Falcon and the Winter Soldier carry Skogland to direct as Patty Jenkins moves into producing role. Okay. This all makes sense because, I don't know, it was like when she got announced for Rogue Squadron, it was like, okay, how are you, she's got a Cleopatra movie and a Wonder Woman 3, how is she going to do all this? And it was like, it was, I thought, I'm like, there's no way that she's going to do Wonder Woman 3, there's just no way. And then all of a sudden we got that rumor that she kind of got dropped out of Star Wars Rogue Squadron and that got delayed indefinitely. Who knows what's going to be happening with that? But um, yeah, so we got somebody new that's going to be doing this. So following the massive success of directing Marvel series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Carrie Skogland looks to have found her next film project and will be teaming up with another superhero star in the process. Sources tell a deadline that Skogland is set to direct Paramount's Cleopatra starring Gal Gadot. Skogland steps in for Patty Jenkins, who was attached to direct and is pivoting to a producing role. Jenkins fell off as director so she could focus on her next two projects, Wonder Woman 3 and Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So all this stuff, I mean, I did a whole stream about it. Apparently, if Deadline is uh, correct here, she's still going to be directing Rogue Squadron. I mean, who knows, right? I mean, a lot of information comes out. Some of it's bullshit. Some of it's bullshit. Well, I guess we'll see. But um, Paramount won the rights, of course, blah, 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 blah. So Cleopatra, they just talk about all that. So there you go. So it's 
very, 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 very interesting. So, and it makes sense. It makes sense. So, I mean, you know, as much as we would love for these directors to be like super, super people, superheroes, like, you know, we, we, we want Zach to direct Rebel Moon and Planet of the Dead and Justice League 2 and 3. And we, all, we want it all in like three years. Can, can that be achievable? No, of course not. We all would love that, obviously. And trust me, I'm sure they would love to give that to us. But there's just no way you can do that. And this sounds like it's going to be more legit than maybe even that Rogue Squadron thing. I don't know. I mean, when she, when there was like, if it's delayed indefinitely, maybe they're just kind of going like, hey, let's just put a pause on it. Let's figure it all out. They, you know, hopefully they still want her to do that because I'm kind of curious of how she takes Rogue Squadron and, you know, that whole spinoff from the Star Wars universe. Sure. But the fact that she's moving into a producing role for this, it just kind of shows you right there. And that's why I always made the uh, when I would always talk about if Zack were to come back to do the Justice League sequels, he would have to move himself into a producing role and couldn't direct and couldn't be full on hands on because he's too busy with over there Netflix. And then I always say like they could still use his name. They could still use I, and I want I want more and I love the fact because you know Quentin Tarantino has this. He's had this before, but I mean if Zack wasn't directing the sequels and they got other people and it all worked out. I mean that's it's a tall order obviously, but if it all worked out it would just be like Zack Snyder presents Justice League 2, Justice League whatever subtitle you want to put there. You could still use his name for branding. Obviously, Netflix is using his name for branding because when Army of Thieves came out, it was basically like, yeah, they had Zack Snyder's name on the billboards, on the poster and whatnot, you know, even though he didn't direct the movie, but it was still part of his world. But I, I just think that, yeah, smart that Patty's like, you know what? I want to do Star Wars. I want to do Wonder Woman 3. This biopic with Cleopatra, I might have to just kind of step back a little bit. Step back a little bit, give it to somebody else. Let them let them uh let them let them operate the ship, you know? Let them do that and I'll just be kind of overlooking it from where I'm at. So, yeah. I so I don't know what's going to happen when it comes to Rogue Squadron if there's going to be an update on what's going on with that. I don't know. I don't think Patty's mentioned anything on her Twitter or anything, so I guess we'll see, but there you go, guys. So it's very interesting. It's very interesting, but it does make sense because it just seemed like there was a little too much. And I think Warner Brothers is like was kind of like getting on her to be like, hey, we need another Wonder Woman and we need something better than you gave us last time. <laughs> last time. Oh, you know, let's face it. The reception for Wonder Woman 84 wasn't the best. I'm sure, you know, is partly mainly what Patty wanted because she did do a good job of representing the old TV show, sure, but it didn't quite work. And then all of a sudden we get Justice League that comes out and we get, you know, Wonder Woman just being that badass warrior again. And now everybody's kind of going like, um, can we get can we can we, can we get more of that version as opposed to the, uh, you know, the happier go lucky like she swoops in on with her lasso and saves some people and she's in a mall yeah can we just can we just have her cutting heads off again can we do that we kind of like that a little bit better you know i mean i i always said i i understood that she wasn't going to have her shield and her sword specifically the sword because she's 
mainly fighting humans. She doesn't want to kill humans. She doesn't. So it made sense. But let's get her fighting a big, huge fucking god. And let's get the Amazons fully back in. And come on. Let's just do that, please. Uh, Yeah. So it's just me. Just me. But we'll see. Ah. She lost to win. <laughs> she said, Elaine, she lost to win. She lost to the wind. Yeah. Even though I kind of like that scene, you know, especially when, uh, you know, <laughs> that Hans Zimmer sore, some, you know, comes, you know, swells up, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, but yeah, it's just, uh, I, when you rewatch it, when you rewatch Wonder Woman 84, the rewatch value is not quite there. Not quite there, but you kind of just go, hmm, ah, I, I don't know. But you watch that first Wonder Woman, great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not supposed to do this symbol. This is, this means I'm like, uh, I don't know, this means I'm Hitler or something like that. So here, I meant thumbs up, thumbs up. My bad, my bad, shit. Whoever screenshot that, you can cancel me anytime. All right. So there you go, guys. That was all the topics at hand right there. Good stuff. Really fun stuff. Let's go to your Twitter questions and see what you got here. Boop. All right. Ooh, man. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> My stomach was like, hey. hey. Yeah. Man. So I got the hunger pangs going on right here. I got a porterhouse steak that I that I bought at the grocery store today. That's gonna be my that's gonna be my dinner tonight. It was on uh, that you know meat has been. Well, let's face it, with the way the times are in there, meat's been kind of expensive. But for some reason, in my grocery store, meat was all on sale, and I was like, sweet. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it's good meat. <clears throat> Anyways, did I just say good meat? Eh, I did. Let's do this. All right. So, okay. All right, we got Miss Cat. We got uh, we got Miss Cat right here. Not only was Zack Snyder's Justice League a top ten film, it was the only CBM on the list. Uh, hence, making it the number one CBM of 2021. That's huge. What are your uh, thoughts about the about this? Considering how many CBMs that came out this year from both Warner Brothers and the MCU. Yes, it's a victory. Cat, it's a victory. It's absolutely a victory, Cat. Um, because, like I said, there was three Warner Brothers, or not three Marvel films that came out. I'm trying to think. It was like there wasn't any other Warner Brothers films that really came out this year, right? Am I, am I totally blanking on? Oh, wait, no, no. I think it was, there hasn't really been. Am I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know what year it is half the time. No, but uh, no, it's a huge accomplishment because like I said, obviously Marvel Studios, MCU is always like the darling when it comes to CBMs and Black Widow, Shang-Chi and Eternal. Oh yeah, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> See, it kind of just shows you that, yep, that movie came out. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm not saying it was terrible. There's some enjoyable parts, definitely. But it just didn't, you know, didn't really, not for me at least. I know some people really love the shit out of it, and that's fine. Um, like I said, there are moments in uh, The Suicide Squad that were good. You know, obviously I love Margot Robbie as uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, sure. But it's not, yeah, it's not terrible, but it just, you know, it just wasn't one that I'm going to constantly watch again. But 
it can't. It, I I did say, and I still say it because I've watched it probably twice, three times maybe. It's enjoyable. It's enjoyable, but it's just you know Zack Snyder's just like on a whole other level. So, yeah, that's my thoughts right there. So, absolutely, hundred percent, Brad. So, how about this as a scenario for Zach's recent posts? Let's say uh, hypothetically um, that Discovery has been thinking let's look into what these Zack Snyder's Justice League sequels are all about what if Zack got wind of that and decided to strike while the iron's hot plausible absolutely plausible Zack knows when he when stuff's happening he'll, he'll he will let people know but like I said you got to make sure that we know who we're looking at when certain people in this fandom start going hey Make some noise. That's when we start making some noise, okay? I'm not saying that I'm one of those people. Maybe I'm like a, a level down from those people. But when those people, that group, says, hey, tweet out some shit or say some shit, or if I hear something and I say, dude, the, the time is now, then yeah, 100%, because that's what happened on November 17th, 2019, that's what happened. So Cooper Knox, in today's segment of Something New Every Day, our lovely Lois Lane, Amy Adams, was almost cast as the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. Wow! She was almost a Power Ranger? Crazy. See, I, I fell off Power Rangers after Power Rangers Turbo. After that, I was like, eh, all right, there's too many. They're doing too many different Power Rangers. But apparently, she was going to be a Power Ranger at one point. Hey, you know what? She's a Power Ranger in my book. Amy Adams, shit, I let her kick my ass, you know? <laughs> ah, don't make it creepy, Dave. Don't make it creepy. But I did. I did. Uh, Eric, yo, Dave, pull time. Which of these are, uh, which of these four would you most want to uh, get greenlit, uh, get, a, get the green light at uh, Netflix first? Let's see. We got the Old West King Arthur, the American Revolution, Alexander the Great, Lady Dracula. <sighs> I'm going to say the American Revolution, which, of course, was not the popular one, because I, you know, I do like the idea of the uh, King Arthur thing. But I don't know his idea for the American Revolution. I kind of was digging that just a little bit more, a little bit more. So and I know Alexander the Great was supposed to be like 300 part three. But I don't know. For some reason, like with that whole idea about the American Revolution and all that, I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. So uh, Edward. Hey, Dave, I'm wondering when Warner Brothers will start announcing actors coming back to uh, upcoming DCU projects. I mean, dang, when are they going to confirm Cavill? I know. And he keeps on pushing for it. And he's going to push for it until they actually fucking call him. God damn it. Ugh. Ryan, what an amazing world it is where Bane is Venom, Joker is Morbius, <laughs> Batman is Vulture, Batman is Gore, <laughs> Daredevil is Batman, Bullseye is Penguin, Cliff Steele is Firefly. Let's raise a glass on how awesome comic book movies are. Yes, that is a good point. It's amazing how like these guys have like kind of just been tossed around. They're like trading cards at one point. Yeah, Bane is Venom, Joker is Morbius, Batman is Vulture, Batman is Gore, da uh, Daredevil is uh, Batman, Bullseye <laughs> is Penguin, and Cliff Steele is Firefly. I love that. I absolutely love that. Cheers to that, Ryan. Cheers to that. Uh, Lane. Dave. 
So the final Spider-Man No Way Home is scheduled. Yeah, the trailer. We're still getting another trailer. We don't need it, but we're still getting another trailer, apparently, on December 15th, which is like a day before people get to see it. Do you think we'll get the money shot at the end of it? Um, you know, personally, I think it will. Yeah, I mean, why even hide it at this point? You know, just, 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 you know, you know, shoot it all over our faces. Yeah, man, I'm just making it weird at the end of this episode. Yeah, I don't care. Jordan, it's amazing that both release the Snyder Cut and Save Daredevil ha- ha- was a success. And what's also amazing is that no way home, that no way home score. Yeah, you guys realize that, guys. The hashtag Save Daredevil. Look at that. We saved Daredevil. Anybody who took part of that, you helped save Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I gotta love it. Got to love it. But yeah, let's see. Oh, look at you, Jacob. Uh, look at what I got today. Don't mind my voice; it's recovering. Also, Dave, why do you talk? Why do you talk about leaks? I don't care about spoilers. I just think it's disrespectful to people that worked on the movie. That sh- yeah, but that's certain leaks. Certain leaks. When it comes to that, Jacob. You're doing your best Danny Glover impression right there. No, uh, I try, you know, when it comes to certain things, I might just like ignore of like it's a big league. When it comes to No Way Home, it almost seems like that's like their marketing, you know, that's. But, uh, you know, I get it. And I, you know, that's why I always give a disclaimer sometimes before I talk about leaks. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this five, four, three, two, one. And then I talk about it. I don't try not to show things, but, you know, Sal. Anyways, Matt, Mr. Matt McGo, have you heard the theory that in Snyder's timeline, Arthur's father is dead? His father's dead because of us. How's Victor doing? I got to go see my father. Yeah, there was always that theory, but at the same time, Maybe, I mean, and that very well could be what Zach was going for, Zach and, uh, and uh, Chris Terrio were going for. But they left it open for interpretation, and that's what Zach likes to do. Leave it open for interpretation. He was setting the foundation, so whoever was going to end up making the Aquaman movie, they would have the decision whether his dad was alive or not. And James Wan decided his dad's alive. So, to me... Zach did a good job. Zach and Chris Terrio did a good job of leaving it open for interpretation. Okay. For whoever wants to take up that story. That's the way I look at it. All right. We got Parag right here. Uh, Hey, Dave. uh, I was uh, watching BBS last night and I think, and I think Lois is pregnant in the scene. Superman looking at Lois's belly or uh, Lois's belly and Lois gives a smile back to Superman. Yeah, that might be the case. I mean, we all saw that bathtub scene, right? <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. Uh, you, you don't have a scene like that and somebody doesn't get pregnant. I think a lot of people watching that scene got pregnant um, for sure. So, I mean, there was always that theory. I always thought, like, nah, she didn't get pregnant. But then you kind of go, well, maybe she did. Maybe she did. I mean, it's a hot scene. Hot scene. So... Could be a possibility that it was that bathtub scene. But then again, could have been another time. I don't know. It only takes one time, right? All right. John Murdoch Wayne. Not entirely sure why this particular CW show is being shown on BBC One. Maybe because Clark and Lois 
uh, was, but uh, here are my thoughts. I, I still haven't finished Superman and Lois. I got to like catch up and finish um, uh, season one. Caught the first episode of Superman and Lois uh, at the weekend, and yeah, it was enjoyable. Biggest thing I noticed was how liberally uh, it borrows from Man of Steel, both thematically and visually. Aside from the Jordan and Sarah, Lana's daughter, subplot, it was quite good. Yeah, I agree with that. They definitely pulled a lot. Again, Zack Snyder, the blueprint, the blueprint, isn't he? So... That's why we say that. Zack Snyder was the blueprint. And yes, they borrowed heavy from Man of Steel, BVS. Yes, that's one of the things that a lot of us noticed when we watched Superman and Lois, which, hey, just kind of shows you right there, right? Mr. Guy with the ball cap. Yeah, remember how you were like helping push back against that? And now all of a sudden you're like embracing it, even though you're like hidden in the shadows. Yeah, dick. Anyways. All right, guys, there you go. There you go. There's a, you know, hour and a half right there for a Film Junkie Live. I appreciate you guys clicking in. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a, a member and help out the pirate ship just a little bit more. Hit that join button or if you want to help out the, uh, the Patreon. I'm going to hopefully do the Patreon stream this weekend for you patrons out there. And you want to take part in it. You want to come on the stream and talk for a little bit. Shoot the shit for a couple hours. We'll do that. I always like talking to the uh, the patrons out there. You guys are great. And you guys help keep this uh, thing going, which is always fantastic. So we'll do that. And then, uh, yeah, do all that. And then, of course, you got the Film Junkie Closet down below. If you want to get some uh, merchandise down there. So anyways, guys, you guys are awesome. Love you, and uh, let's see, do I got everything? Oh, let me make sure I got that, and there we go. I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, same junkie channel. So talk to you later. <laughs>